0: following podcast is a Dynasty Kingdom production.
1: Yo, 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 what's going down everybody? Welcome back to another episode on Sundays with Mike and Diana. We are so glad that you guys are here with us today. Thank you for being here. We love you guys and we're just excited for what God's doing next. But uh, before we get started, let's go ahead and go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we like to just take this time to acknowledge your glory, your honor, and just who you are right now, Father God. We just thank you right now for having complete control over each and every one of our lives, Father God. We thank you right now for increasing the trust, the wisdom, the courage, And the heart to do what it is that you've called each and every one of us to, Father God. I just thank you right now for strengthening the listeners, Father God. I thank you right now for increasing their relationship with you, Father God. Knowing that you are the one and only true God and we love you. And we thank you so much for just the opportunity to be here today. So we just give you all honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: What's going on, honey? How you feeling?
0: You go first, because I feel like I always go first. I went
1: first. I went first last week.
0: Okay. Well, I feel... My base is a two. I feel... I feel like a 2.3.
1: 2.3. All right. You know? Yes. We celebrate the points and everything.
0: Yes. I'm, I'm just grateful. You know, I have a lot to do. I have a lot on my plate right now, and so fighting doubt and anxiety, and just trying to move with what's in my control and really just seek God in the in-between of knowing what to focus on, what to put intentions on, what can wait. Um, So just letting him guide me, because if I guide myself, you know, there can be some trouble, (laughs) trouble.
1: (laughs) I can put too
0: much on my plate, and then I feel like I just overachieved and under-delivered, so.
1: Right.
0: But yeah, how are you feeling?
1: i'd have to say today well first my base is a four i'm usually upbeat ready to go Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: today i'm feeling a 4.7 wow i'm feeling a 4.7 i'm
0: feeling
1: a 4.7 and you know i really think it started with just being a part of the 5am club today yes you know i said before i went to bed last night that i wanted to wake up at five do my word start off you know the day right and just get a little extra time to do what i feel i need to do and just doing that in the early morning just shifted the rest of the day for me it just honestly just waking up and just seeing the birds just like chill on a post together and just Mm -hmm. wait for the sun to come up you know from blue hour to the sunrise man it was just a beautiful time and i just look at it so differently because i don't work a regular nine-to-five job anymore Mm -hmm. so even though i did appreciate it when i used to wake up for the job before Mm -hmm. but i just have a different vision of what it looks like today because it's like god has given me real ownership of my time he really has repaid me for the time that i thought i lost Mm -hmm. and this morning was just a beautiful reminder of that because it's just you know if i would have hit the snooze i probably wouldn't have had the, the the best experience that i was intending on having something just said man this you know i know your your flesh is tired but your spirit's ready so when i put my feet on the ground you know and it it just all worked out so you know today i'm feeling good i had breakfast with my wife you know got to see the sunrise got to put god first it feels Mm -hmm. so good just to put god first because he honors you when you put him first
0: yes And today's read for us was about perfectionism and like what it looks like to put them first
1: right right so it was just right on time so it's just nothing really special happened today it's just acknowledging the little things that we overlook daily so yeah you know i'm just glad to be here
0: yeah i'm glad that you shared that because i do feel like we had a similar morning in different ways I was not a part of the 5 (laughs) 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 a.m. But God did, like, kind of, you know, wrestle my spirit around the 7 o'clock hour, and I got up and had literally the exact same morning, but in a different way with him. Said my prayer, made my matcha, did my Bible study, Mm. really set order to our space before I headed into the workspace. My workspace, frantic, you know, like I really had a slow and intentional morning and um when we later came together for breakfast it was kind of nice to just sit still and sit in peace of oh look at god look at how god literally ordered our steps in the same way but we're two different children right right (laughs) (laughs) so you know he knew yeah
1: well what are we reading today
0: we are reading joseph's two strange dreams and we're going to be reading out of
1: strange dreams
0: i know for spooky season it's like perfect right right right. (laughs) And we're going to be reading out of the book of Genesis, chapter 37, verses 1 through 11, if you want to follow out of your Bible. But I'm going to get started with the children's version first. At last, Jacob and his family came home to Canaan, where Jacob had lived as a boy. By this time, he had many sons. His son Joseph was 17. Jacob loved Joseph more than his 10 older sons. That's because Joseph was Rachel's first son. Jacob loved Rachel more than the other mothers of his older sons. Jacob's older sons could see that Jacob loved Joseph the most. Jacob did many wonderful things for Joseph. One day, he gave Joseph a special colorful coat. It was a great honor to get such a beautiful coat. So the older brothers were very jealous. They hated Joseph. They hated him even more when he told Jacob about the bad things they did. One night, Joseph had a strange dream. He told his older brothers about it. We were binding sheaves of grain, he said. Your sheaves bowed down to my sheaf. Then Joseph had another strange dream. The sun, moon, and 11 stars bowed down before him. The older brothers hated Joseph even more now because of the dreams. The message of the dreams was clear. All of Joseph's brothers and even his father would bow down to him someday. Even now, the older brothers must have been thinking about getting even, but Jacob wondered what the dreams meant. Would he and all of Joseph's brothers really bow down in front of Joseph someday? When? How? Why?
1: Now, coming out of the Bible, Genesis chapter 37, verses 1 through 11. So Jacob settled again in the land of Canaan, where his father had lived as a foreigner. This is the account of Jacob and his family. When Joseph was 17 years old, he often tended his father's flocks. He worked for his half brothers, the sons of his father's wives, Bilhah and Zilpah. But Joseph reported to his father some of the bad things his brothers were doing. Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So one day, Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph, a beautiful robe, but his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. One night, Joseph had a dream. And when he told his brothers about it they hated him more than ever listen to this dream he said we were out in the field tying up bundles of grain suddenly my bundle stood up and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine his brothers responded so you think you will be our king do you do you actually think you would reign over us and they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them soon joseph had another dream and again he told his brothers about it Listen, I have had another dream, he said. The sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. This time he told the dream to his father as well as to his brothers. But his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that? He asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant.
0: Remember, why did Joseph's brothers hate him?
1: Joseph's brothers. All 10 of them?
0: All 10 of them. They
1: hated them. <laughs> they hated them. They hated them because daddy was showing favoritism.
0: Yeah, he was. What special gift did Jacob give to Joseph?
1: Oh, he gave him that beautiful robe.
0: Mm-hmm. What were Joseph's two strange dreams?
1: One was that the bundles of, was it straw?
0: Yeah, it's like wheat or straw like or something. Wheat or like straw, that. some kind of mm-hmm. things
1: that they're harvesting, bowed down before Joseph's. And the second dream was that the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars, which represents the brothers and his father, would bow down before him.
0: Why did these dreams make his brothers angry?
1: Because I can just imagine a favorite sibling <laughs> that gets better treatment than the rest of us, then this boy mm-hmm. that is favored. And we already feel some type of way about him comes and lets us know it's kind of like spitting in your face in a way you know it's kind of <laughs> like what what <laughs> wait so we already have to watch you be favored mm. and then you're gonna tell us about what you've got in your sleep to show your favor even deeper yeah um, yeah so it's just like yeah i mean i would have been upset
0: yeah it's like throwing salt my
1: flesh at- definitely would have been upset yeah
0: like throwing salt on the wound because it's like First of all, they're the 10 eldest brothers, right? Right. And so if we're going according to man and the way order goes, like, you don't have anything that we would want. Like, it's the other way around. Right. And you're telling us that in your dream, we're supposed to bow down to you? Yeah, the youngest. Make it make sense. Yeah. Discover. Playing favorites is like playing with fire. Don't do it. Do you see what happened to Jacob's family? Because Joseph was the favorite, his brothers became jealous, hurt, and angry. Mm. Apply. Do you have a favorite parent? <laughs>
1: right? <played> the fifth. <laughs> I think I definitely do have a favorite parent. I do.
0: I honestly. do too, but I've also had a different relationship with each parent. So yeah, me too. It's, it's kind of like... It's complicated. Skewed. Yes, it's skewed yes. in their favor in a way.
1: <laughs> both of our personal relationships is complicated with both our of our parents. Yes. But if we had to choose the least of the worst, yeah. it would be, for me personally, it would be my mom.
0: And it would be my mom, right? Yeah, and so so I do
1: choose a favorite, yeah, In that sense,
0: right? Do you have a favorite brother or sister? Wow. Do
1: I have a favorite brother or sister? I would
0: love to know because this is this would be hard for you, honestly. Well, I I
1: have <laughs> I have I have five other siblings.
0: Well, so do I.
1: Well, two of my siblings we share the same mom, same dad, and we grew up together. And the other one's kind of like, you know, it's
0: complicated. We, it's complicated. Yeah,
1: a couple that I communicate with more yeah. and I make intentional time to go see and, and honestly that's probably showing favoritism right,
0: in, right a sense. in a sense yeah so I mean I, I guess saw. in a
1: sense I do show favoritism to a certain sibling
0: yeah that's a kind of a hard question because same kind of scenario I have like a sibling that I grew up with and then siblings that I met closer to adulthood and so it's just hard to pin them that way because it's like right. I just You have a a unique love for them in different ways. So if we're basing it off of like who you would be there for, like without question, I feel like I'm there. I'm open and available to all of my siblings. I don't think I have a favorite when it comes to them. I think I am kind of neutral there. I love them in different ways, but I feel like we're all kind of at a distance anyway. So it just i don't know i don't think i do right i I don't
1: i I think this question is for the more or less complicated (laughs) sibling relationships right (laughs) like the ones that all grew up together and like lived in the same house and like
0: but you know everybody's
1: situation is different so it's really you know i guess i guess it, it it
0: does no i think i think it is for everyone right because like even in that just because the situation is different like you shouldn't have a favorite right it's not their fault that the situation is what it was for you to now have favoritism right so it's like it's a good question because it makes me think anyway like oh am i subconsciously showing favoritism to the parent that i actually grew up with or that i Mm -hmm. have a love toward playing favorites can divide a family why this little children's book is not playing around today.
1: Well, I'd look at it from the other Tins Brothers' perspective. They had hatred, they had anger, they had all those feelings that they should have never had, solely based off how another person in their family was treated. Well, as we can see from the reading, playing favorites will always cause division because mm-hmm. nobody wants to feel more important or more loved or more taken care of or more protected or more provided for than mm-hmm. the next yeah. if we're all supposed to be in the same, yeah, right? right? So it's just like I go to the store and I hold the door open for the old lady, but I don't hold the door for the young man.
0: Yeah. What's
1: the difference there? Yeah. Age? Right. There's no difference there, there's still a person. But I favor the old lady, why? Because I think she's incapable of opening the door mm-hmm. for herself?
0: For me, I just kind of place myself in the shoes of that person. Like, knowing I'm not the favorite. Like, that feels some kind of way. Even if it's never said, even if it's never vocalized or expressed, you know when you're not someone's favorite thing. Right. Right. Like, you can feel it. Right. And so I never want to be in a position of making anyone feel less than or playing second fiddle to, like, the next person. It's not even a competition. It's like... You're right, we're all family, we should treat each other the same to some degree. Yes, we all have unique individual differences that vary, but for the most part when it comes to like the things that are selfless or should be, like love, mm-hmm. support, and things like that, like that should be baseline. Like Everyone gets the same right. kind of treatment there. Right. The children's book answers it. Playing favorites can divide a family. Why? Because for every favorite, there is a second place. How do you feel when someone likes another person better than you? I think we kind of touched on it already like we don't like that. <laughs> right. And not that we're there to like be liked, but it's just it's a sucky feeling that you can work the hardest, be the smartest, you know, and you're still not someone's first choice, right? Like you're mm. you're still not their favorite. It hurts on some level, right?
1: Yeah. Have you ever experienced that?
0: I think so, but I guess I never looked at it this way because I never moved from a place of, like, I want to be their favorite, but I have moved from a place of, like, I only want to be their first choice because I value myself enough that I won't be anyone's second choice. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's in relationships or even just, like, friendships of just being respected and honored for who I am and the gifts that i offer so in that way yeah i think i have i have felt that way but i under, i don't know i understand i guess what it's like to be on both sides because i'm not so innocent here that i don't have favorites either right, right, right <laughs> so right. what about you have you ever felt that way
1: uh yeah definitely my father i feel like definitely favored our sister because she was the youngest she was the only girl
0: Mm.
1: and the boys just got treated differently i feel like for the right reasons like boys are treated differently but it just it definitely didn't feel good i can honestly say i had to take a moment because i felt something in my heart just professing that like it was just like wow like, yeah, there was favoritism shown there, and it didn't make me feel good at all. Like, mm. it made me not hate my sister. I didn't wish ill upon her or anything like that because she's my sister, of course. Like, I know it's not her doing, mm-hmm. and it's not what's happening to me. It's not her fault, you know? She just happens to get favored, right?
0: different experience. She just gets favor, you yeah. know?
1: That's it. I have experienced it. It doesn't feel good. And if I invoke that same feeling by treating somebody differently unknowingly, I would just... Really want to correct that action yeah. because now that I just reflected on my own experience of what that felt like, it doesn't feel good. It's like there's a pressure on my chest. It's like it you don't feel good. It's know. like those tough conversations I have. It just, yeah. it just, it doesn't feel good. That really checked.
0: Mm-hmm. Me too. A part of me that I didn't
1: know <laughs> needed checking.
0: I think we complicate it though too because your example makes me think of my example, which it was the opposite. Like I was raised by a single mom and I have a younger brother, and so Latino culture is just very different. I'm the first born. It seemed to me as though mistakes were not allowed to be made. Like you had to kind of always do the right thing, be the best at it, show a good example for your little brother. His mistakes would be my mistakes. Like you get blamed, right? You get a lot of the stuff. And then like also in Latino culture, like the boys are just favored and taken care of and adored and they're, you know, mom's little boy, you know? And so in some ways, I think maybe now I even struggle to answer the favoritism question with siblings because I perhaps was those brothers that like inadvertently was jealous of the treatment that he received just for being born, (laughs) like just for being, just for showing up. And I think that's the part that's so complicated because the things about ourselves that we're putting into question here are things that we can't change. I can't work harder, I can't be prettier, I can't be smarter for you to favor me. And I think that's the part that I struggle with is like with the favoritism is certain things are outside of your control, like these 10 brothers, right? Like they can't control what order they were born in, like what jobs they had, like the role that they had in this family dynamic. And so in walks the youngest, this favorite, who unbeknownst to him doesn't even really seem to recognize the animosity or jealousy that's coming his way because he's just always had to be himself and he doesn't know what it's like to maybe have to earn his way to be someone's favorite. And yeah, it just shows like the family divide. So in closing, it's a very complex read because it's talking about things that we seemingly don't really pay attention. It's almost second nature. If we love something, we favor it, right? Like we don't question the things that we love. And so I don't think God is like trying to have us question the things that we love, but it's just like how you show that love and is that love just and fair and equal, right? And some things probably not, right? But then being able to put yourself in another person's shoes and relate to that pain or that suffering or that lack or that emptiness that the other person is feeling but then also on the other end see how maybe being jealous is coming up in your own life like how has that wound now come up in your own life that now you're treating people or victimizing or hating on like that is ugly that's something that like needs to be checked in us right and i say that like even us like included because this is A very plain question do you have a favorite mom or dad do you have a favorite sibling you know Mm -hmm. and it rose something in us that wow i i hadn't thought about that before but it makes a huge difference so those are my takeaways i think the point of today's read is not to confuse us it's just to be aware of the ways in which jealousy hate resentment all of those things have maybe taken hold it's almost like a density in our bodies in our hearts and then on the other flip side of that is just how do I love something and then make sure that I'm loving it the right way and not loving it more than God not prioritizing more than this not like showing favoritism but just showing like genuine appreciation for that thing how do we show God that we genuinely love that thing versus showing our neighbors that we genuinely love that thing
1: Mm. Joseph didn't know he was being favored until his dad showed the favor mm. which then struck resentment, hate, anger into all the rest of his children. So it just speaks to the volume and the power of treating somebody unequally. So I just want to be aware of the times that I, to where I could be treating somebody unfairly or not equally mm-hmm. because I am that in that same population. Mm-hmm. So if somebody else is treating somebody un- differently than they're treating me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to instantly feel some type of way about that. Yeah. So I have to remember that I could be possibly doing that to the next person. So for me, it's just checking where I didn't even know it needed to be checked. Yeah. So yeah, thinking that, go ahead, pray us out, honey.
0: Yeah. Okay, all mine's clear. Dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for the word that's gone forth on today, Father Thanks, God. Lord. We thank you that you're even revealing strange feelings in us, Father God, like we almost don't know how to receive this read, but one thing is very clear, Father God, we know that you don't want us to have a spirit of jealousy, have a spirit of hurt, or have a spirit of anger, Father God. So we just thank you right now, Father God, that you are removing anything that is not of you, Father God, that we begin to take inventory over our own lives, things that we put on a pedestal, things that we favor, that we love, that we lust after, Father God, things that maybe aren't within your will or even according to your name, O God. We ask that you start to level the playing field, Father God, that we become more curious creatures, Father God, over the things that you've placed dominion in our lives, that we begin to just show and move with a spirit of equality, of justice, of just equal standing, Father God, we thank you that you are removing any fear, spirit of doubt and confusion and just replacing it with your overwhelming love. Thank you that this message will rest on us, that we will continue to process it and question and just really mull it over as the week unravels. And we thank you for each and every listener that is here on today also taking in the same message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Thank you for tuning in to sundays with mike and diana
1: we hope you enjoyed today's episode
0: please don't forget to review rate and subscribe
1: if you're in the las vegas area join us for our in-person bible study every third saturday of the month at 10 a.m and don't forget to connect with us at underscore sundays podcast
0: thanks for listening see you for bible study next week light work